The C.L. Bryant Show on the Loving Liberty Radio Network. Broadcasting from within the borders of the greatest success story the world has ever known, the United States of America. It's time for an honest discussion from a fresh, new conservative voice. C.L. Bryant Show. back welcome back everybody throughout the fruited plains of the greatest nation on the face of the planet the greatest success story the world has ever known and that is america it's up to you and i to keep uh this uh successful to keep america successful it is up to you and i to do it and friends uh there are so many things that are going on right now in um, our uh, society, in our, in our little <laughs> whatever's happening. There's so, many, so much is going on that um, some people are not thinking rationally at all. And um, for instance, this this uh, this Florida pastor. Yeah, I was trying to find it here. Yeah, here it is. This um, Florida pastor, and then, you know, I've been talking about you being aware, being vigilant, asking questions as to why we're being shepherded like sheep. Uh, you know, I mean, you know, if we're being led to green pastures, cool, that's fine. Yeah, but we, you know, but not like sheep. We ask questions. Huh? And we need answers from those we elect to office to take care of our business. And right now, uh, the, the business that's facing America is the business of this um, coronavirus. And the reason this virus is having such a, an effect it's because it is shutting down business. Gee whiz, I mean, the, the airlines, which were gangbusters, and, and uh, I, flew, I flew a lot. And uh, gee whiz, and that's um, one of the strengths of what I do. Of course, there's other ways to do what I do, and social media being what it is right now. Uh, and looks like it's going to be even more persuasive and pervasive in our society. Social media is as we become more spaced out and paranoid of each other. We began to talk to each other over and communicate over social media. So that's going to be a big deal. So what I'm saying is this. Some are using this circumstance to 
reveal, or at least this circumstance is revealing certain ignorance in our society that need to be exposed because this type of ignorance doesn't help. Now, I'm citing, and, and Pastor, you know, I'm sorry if, uh, you know, it comes off as though I'm calling you uh, ignorant, but your actions are. And they're not the actions of a good citizen. Florida pastor defies CDC, vows church will never close, okay? Despite the Center for Disease Control and Prevention uh, recommending that all events with 50 or more people be canceled for two months and that people avoid shaking hands in order to help prevent uh, the spread of the coronavirus, a conservative evangelical pastor has vowed not to close his church and encourage congregants to shake each other's hand and news week reported on monday pastor rodney howard brown uh, <laughs> oh my said he would not close the florida-based revival ministries international he leaves because he's raising up uh, revivalist not pansies. Now, I'm going to have, <laughs> we've got to talk about this. We've got to talk about this. Uh, because, you see, Pastor Rodney Howard Brown's a good friend of mine. But he and I initially disagreed on, you know, whether or not Donald Trump should be president of the United States. He thought he, President Trump should be president of the United States. I was of the mindset how in the world could you possibly believe he could be president of the United States? Yeah, that, that, that Rodney Howard Brown. That Rodney Howard Brown. Uh, was right. Uh, almost a year before Trump became president. And um, now I've come to another point where he and I might see things differently. And we want to, I want to talk to you about it. I want to have him on um, Wednesday so he can, uh, hopefully have him on Wednesday, so he can share with you why he will, wants to defy this. Now, every preacher's first instinct is that um, you're not going to attack, you're not going to close my church. That is the first instinct uh, of uh, the pastor and the preacher, the pastor of a church. I've pastored three churches, and I love them. Uh, they become sort of a spiritual, um, the church itself, the people of the church become sort of a, a spiritual uh, wife uh, to you. And um, you love the church that God gives you, you, that God has sent you to. You love them. And you're, the first reaction of any pastor is uh, toward his church and when especially when it's being infringed upon it appears it's being encroached upon by government is to say no way but now the question comes up and that's what I, I want uh, Pastor um, Ronnie to uh, talk to us about is 
this? Is it being a good citizen? Uh, not to do that. Not to abide by the mores that are put in place to say protect us from ourselves and that, that's the question now speaking during uh, his sermon uh, to a very large group at um, um, the river Tampa uh, the river church there in Tampa um, over the weekend Howard Brown uh, Pastor Brown um, Howard Brown said we're not stopping anything we've got news for you the church will never close the only time the church will close is when the rapture is taking place yeah you know and, and I get it I understand what Pastor Rodney Howard Brown is saying I understand exactly what he is saying he is a friend of mine he's a dear friend of mine but he and I have disagreed on certain things before, and I want to see if we disagree on this uh, too. And I want, to see, want him to give us his um, st- standpoint from this. Uh, and he went on to say, um, the pastor then told uh, his congregants, according to the website Right Wing Watch, "Well, I know they don't. Uh, well, I know they don't want us to do this, but just turn around." and greet two or three people, tell them you love them, Jesus loves them. Listen, this has to be the safest place. If you cannot be saved in church, you in serious trouble. And, uh, you see, and, and, and again, there's a lot of things that uh, we should talk about when it comes to this topic. Because um, there's certainly division on this topic the way it's being presented by preachers everywhere. There's going to be division on it because you have church members who work for the CDC, you know, and you have church members who are public servants and, and those type and that type of thing. And, and, and they see it from a different vantage point. And, uh, the question comes up then, who is, what is the church? Huh? Who is and what is the church? Who is and what is the church? When we talk about closing uh, churches because of health reasons, uh, what are we talking about? And see, that's what... That's what he's challenging there. That's that's what Pastor Howard Brown is challenging there. Why should I do this? Because the CDC says so. If if that's so, then they're going to have to be less nebulous than they have been. They're going to have to be more uh, upfront than they have been about the nature of the virus. And Americans now are beginning to ask all kinds of questions, you see, when it comes to this. And keep in mind that eternal vigilance is the price that we all must pay for our liberty. 
Yeah. Now, 20 points. Monmouth polled uh, has Joe Biden 20 points over Sanders in Arizona. Um, It seems as though Sanders is going to fight on until the end. You know, regardless, he's going to go all the convention. I have a feeling, and that's going to be interesting. Here we got the coronavirus uh, that might last until the end of the school year for New Yorkers who have who are most hit by the coronavirus. And the states that I am in, um, Colorado, and the states in Louisiana, the states that I have things to do with, uh, have high incidence of uh, coronavirus, and it appears that that is going to continue to be the case Um, it appears that this is going to get worse according to those in the know before it gets better and if this is just then the tip of the iceberg then I I tell you what um, we, we need to start asking questions as to exactly why we're going to be asked to do what they're going to ask us to do. We need to ask questions as to why. Huh? Yes, we need to do that. Church members need to know. Business owners need to know. Restaurateurs, restaurants are taking it on the chin. Hotels are doing the same. Uh, even the airlines may be thinking about bankruptcy even now to protect themselves. Seeing how it is that ticket prices or a, you can go just about anywhere you want to now for a song and a dance, tap dance onto the the um, into the the airport, get a free ticket to wherever Maui, whoever knows. You know, it's it's bad. And you still have people talking about uh, the Russia probe, which they're saying maybe wrapped up by summer. Who's talking about that? Attorney General John Durham's investigation. <laughs> He's talking about that. Yeah, he's got a probe going into a federal probe going uh, of Russian interference in the 2016 presidential election and most likely will finish by the end of summer, possibly as soon as July. Unnamed sources confirmed to Fox News on Monday that uh, based on Durham's progress, he should be finished investigating sometimes in the summer. Now, Jim Jordan, last week at a meeting of the House Rules Committee, um, stated that um, investigation is due to be completed sometimes this summer. Now, what we will also find out is that we're going to learn more about deep state And there are individuals, Jim Jordan went on to say, that he's got to believe individuals, uh, that individuals at some point are going to be held accountable for their actions 
against the president of the United States. Yeah. And so, interesting times that we live in. Incredibly interesting times that we live in. Tiring, too. It kind of wears you out what it is that we dig into and bear and uh, deal with on a uh, daily basis. And now you throw this idea of a coronavirus, uh, uh, COVID-19, into the mix along with all the other stresses that we have as Americans. When we throw all that into the mix, folks, uh, the world right now is stressed out. The economy in Italy was not good. Spain, the same way. And Spain is, is, is being hit pretty hard. The anxiety level across the globe is at a fever pitch. Yet, we as Americans, we're, we're still, I'm, I'm looking at the streets, uh, people are going about their business and so forth, but my question uh, was in the uh, first hour of the show was this, what happens when those cars that are going up and down the street right now don't have anywhere to go? Because you now have mandatory quarantines or uh, shutdowns of businesses. What happens when they don't have anywhere to go? Now, we have been talking about uh, the effects of socialism on this country if in fact somebody like Bernie Sanders became serious, serious candidate for President of the United States. And do not be mistaken, I agree with those who say Bernie Sanders can, could become President of the United States. And, and we'll talk about that when we return with more of the C.L. Bryant show here today. Yeah, he could become president of the United States. Bernie Sanders still could become president of the United States. Don't discount that. Yeah. Don't discount that. Something is going to go down at that convention that nobody's seen. Can't wait to see it happen. I'm CL. We'll be back with more in just a couple of minutes.
Red State Talk Radio is now available as a voice command on your Amazon Echo and Echo Dot by simply saying, Alexa, play Red State Talk Radio. Red State Talk Radio on TuneIn. Turn to every single American. Now, we've been hearing all these stories about sanctuary cities, sanctuary cities that... You can now find us on the Amazon Echo and Echo Dot, on TuneIn, on iHeartRadio, and we also have the phone apps in the App Store for your particular phone. And just in case we activated your Echo Dot, Alexa, stop. CL, back with you on this great day in the USA. And it shall remain that way as long as there are vigilant people like you throughout the Fruited Plains who are paying attention to what is going on. We are here to build a bridge daily to conversation throughout our great nation on the CL Bryant Show. Coming to you live throughout the Fruited Plains today, and we're on daily, daily, 12.05 to 2 p.m. Eastern Daylight Time. Tune us in. If you don't get both hours of the C.L. Bryant Show, be sure to download free the C.L. Bryant Show dot com, the C.L. Bryant Show dot, uh, not C.L. Bryant Show dot com, the C.L. Bryant Show app. <laughs> the C.L. Bryant Show app. You be sure to download that free. Now, um, we have, as conservatives, fiscal conservatives in particular, uh, social conservatives, yes, we have definitely put up the wall of defense to further conservative ideals and ideas uh, in this country. We've, we've definitely stood on the wall and we have uh, certainly uh, tried to tell everybody that uh, Marxism, socialism is certainly a design on the economy that will by necessity reorder the way American fundamentals are seen. Are you hearing me? Um, we have railed against that. Yes, we have. We, we have railed loudly against the type of spending that a uh, journey through Marxism and socialist ideals would take America. We, 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 we have railed against it. We've talked against it. We know that that is not the way we want to go. Until until there comes a virus, let's say, that says you must have 
certain medical controls in place over a population and, and certain medical advantages in place in a population in order uh, for us to be safe. We're to say that's what we're told. And being the good citizens that we are, we will do what's necessary to keep disease away from ourselves, our children, our communities. Right? Definitely so. In order to do that, what must be done then is to see money get spent. That may be earmarked uh, for emergencies, yes. We have the monies there. We have the equipment and, and things there. And they're there because we could go to war at any time. And we want to be able to stay alive. So that we have, we have equipment stockpiled uh, for uh, disasters, no doubt about it. But what about the spending that we're being programmed to do? on knee-jerk type of um, circumstances and situations. Is it true that uh, automobile accidents, the flu, um, kill and will kill more people than corona in um, any of the places that they're mentioning on the globe, in America particularly, since this is where we are, I mean, will will it kill uh, more people than the flu as we the flu as we know it, or drunken driving, or car accidents, um, than you know anything else? I mean, will it is that out of the ordinary? Will that happen? We don't know. Don't know. Our guess is not. Then, if it's not, can you tell us why then we are this um, involved to a point where we are uh, looking at detriment to our society, society, as far as not working, not going to school, not gathering, uh, what is is that? Can you answer that question? Is it more dangerous to us than the flu as we know it, and, and automobile accidents, and and you know, drunk driving? I mean, give us reasons to quit doing what we have been doing while you develop the virus um, uh, antidote or, or the, the um, serum for it. Huh? Oh, I, I understand it. I get the spread of it. I get, I get that. I get how... Uh, Airborne it is, and believe me, um, that's nothing to play with. I understand that, but are we getting the right answers that we need as to why we yield 
this portion of our liberty to government officials? Are we getting the answers that we need? That's all I want to know. And so, um, here we go. Spending money. Bernie Sanders um, is saying, and he is right, that he's not going anywhere. He shouldn't. Because... If he went anywhere now, he would be leaving the stage when the ball is bouncing toward him. Now, we'll see tomorrow how uh, this affects voting and all of that type thing in this in this season that we're in. We'll see tomorrow. But if Sanders somehow gets some type of reprieve among voters who hear him saying that this is something that uh, hmm, uh, needs big government money and involvement. If he can squeeze out of this new life into a socialist movement because people now are in a mindset of who's going to take care of me are you hearing me huh who's going who's going to take care of me and the pied piper bernie sanders uh at this point in time uh if if he left the stage he would be leaving the stage at the precise moment that the ball is bouncing toward him and his court. He's been knocked loose, at least for now, to scramble for it. It's going to be interesting to see how Biden gathers it in, how his people gather it in. That's another thing. I, this thing uh, supposedly affects elderly, elderly people. And there you go. You have these three presidential candidates uh, all in their 70s. And yeah, President Bernie and Biden all in their 70s. President, um, I don't think he's been exposed to anything. Uh, he said he was going to take the test. But has anybody got any news on that? Has President been tested on that? All in their 70s. And, um, yes, I do think it's the last time we're going to see that for a long, long time. But um, Kamala Harris uh, backs a Democrat that is running against Lindsey Graham, although Kamala has um, pretty much become that. Uh, person Jamie Harrison is picking up support from Kamala Harris I don't think Jamie is in her right mind (laughs) Um, listen Kamala Harris endorsing someone at this point in time is I don't know what the equivalent of that would be um 
but it would it would not be a a uh, it's not it's not an important endorsement. And Kamala being from California, she's endorsing someone in, um, against Lindsey Graham there in South Carolina. Uh, it's just one of those news-making things when there is no news to be made. Huh? The Democrats are in deep, deep trouble, but they keep getting saved. <laughs> the president was about to put them away and they were going to sell they were going to implode on each other over the Bernie Biden debacle and it's still going to be a debacle they were going to implode but they got saved it's almost demonic how they get saved yeah, they were going to kill each other off. Now they can at least rally around this one thing. And Bernie Sanders, folks, I'm telling you, do not count Bernie out, especially if the um, race takes to social media. That is Bernie's strength social media. His strength is young people. Now, um, CDC urges no gatherings. Now, that's pretty tough. Over 50 for eight weeks. Two months. Disney closes Orlando hotels and shops an NBC poll um, split among party lines on Trump handling of coronavirus outbreak, but it is saying most Americans believe that the worst of this is yet to come. That's what we're being told. And we have to be vigilant. Voters are split on how President Donald Trump is handling the coronavirus outbreak in the United States. The polls showed also. Uh, here's the breakdown. 45% approve of the job the president is doing in handling the outbreak. 51% disapprove figures that nearly match Trump's overall approval ratings. 46%, which is uh, statistically unchanged from a month ago. 81% of self-identified Republican voters approve of how the president is handling the situation, while 84% Democrats uh, <laughs> disapprove. Okay, so write down party lines. Yeah, among independent voters, uh, 43% approve and 52% disapprove. 15% uh, of uh, respondents say that they expect the virus to change their lives in very major ways. That's significant. Fifteen percent of uh, Americans uh, polled believe that this is going to change their lives in major ways. 
And uh, an additional 26% say they think it will change their lives in fairly major ways. 39% expect only small changes, while 17% say it won't change their lives in any way. And, of course, they are the ones uh, who are uh, having their um, medication changed. This is designed to change your life, whether you are aware of it or not, in uh, significant uh, ways. I don't know how major it is. Depends on the meaning of major is in, in the context in which that is, you know. But this is going to change our American lives. It's going to change the way we deal with one another. Uh, I had just gotten to the point where I was not shaking hands with people. I was uh, fist bumping them, uh, you know, but now uh, even they're saying that is not kosher to do. So the question is, question is going to be, has to be, um, what, how far do we go? Um, in, a, in, in, in having them tell us what we are able to do as individuals with each other in gatherings. All of this um, began back when we allowed... Madeline Murray O'Hare to do what she did. <laughs> oh, you can't do that. We, the programming began as far back as then. Roe versus Wade was just another step in the programming. Affirmative action, same thing. Good, bad, and different, same thing. Huh? It's the programming. Uh, lack of school choice is the programming. What, however you want to look at it, there is an incredible debate that we can have on the progression of um, socialist policies in this country. No, when I, when I talk about affirmative action, I'm not thinking about the black and the white of it. Okay, even though uh, that has a lot to do with it, I'm, I'm not. I'm not thinking about the black and the white of it. No, that's not what I'm thinking. I'll be back with more of the C.L. Bryant show, and I'll clarify. I'll clarify when I return. Don't you go anywhere. I'm C.L. Thought I was worth. Change my life You thought I was worth Keeping So you Cleaned me up inside You thought I was to Die for So you Sacrificed 
Red State Talk Radio is now available as a voice command on your Amazon Echo and Echo Dot by simply saying, Alexa, play Red State Talk Radio. Red State Talk Radio on TuneIn. Turn to every single American. Now, we've been hearing all these stories about sanctuary cities, sanctuary cities that... You can now find us on the Amazon Echo and Echo Dot, on TuneIn, on iHeartRadio, and we also have the phone apps in the App Store for your particular phone. And just in case we activated your Echo Dot, Alexa, stop. Stand up for America. Then Americans, stand up, stand up, stand up. God bless you. God bless America. Yes, I do. Uh, For the old red, white, and blue, I stand proudly every time. I still get uh, chills when I sing our national anthem wherever I am. Hey, folks, um, let me say this to you. All of this programming that's going on right now, if that's what it is, I'm not saying, um, uh, but I know that we are being taught to behave in a certain manner right now. We're being taught to behave in a certain way toward uh, one another and toward the coronavirus and toward uh, our world at large. We're being taught to behave that way. And uh, there's a reason why we're being taught. Uh, We have come to this point, and that started way back when we were programmed uh, out of uh, that we can't do certain things because certain people become offended. Um, you, know, you know, as far as abortion being um, a, a right, a universal right of a woman over her body, that was a programming. Affirmative action was a programming. Even though, uh, you know... I'm glad that the playing field is leveled. The question is, um, the playing field will always need to be adjusted and always need to be leveled. But what happened during that period in time, and women actually uh, benefited um, far in greater ways. Black women in particular, black women, white women. Um, uh, Latinos, Latino women, uh, women, period, benefited uh, in extraordinary ways, affirmative action, much more than that helped the, the black male. So affirmative action was a method, uh, even though I'm glad the playing field, like I said, was level, is leveled. Uh, But it was a method of programming as well, and it leads us to votes, changing hands, loyalties politically being um, reconsidered. It leads to that type of reprogramming. Yeah, you're reprogrammed. And it leads to Corona, to where we are right now, the way we're being handled. You do realize that uh, because of what we suspect 
what we fear can happen. And I, I say again, I am not uh, accusing the President of the United States of overreacting at all. His job is to take care of us, is to look after us. He is supposed to respond the way he is responding. But in kind, in turn, uh, Americans, what uh, we must always do is not just swallow everything whole hog. Pay attention to what's going on. Uh, ask questions about what's going on until you're satisfied reasonably. Do you reasonably satisfied? Because everything you can't be told, everything you won't know. Okay? But we cannot go blindly behind any elected official who um, wants us to do extraordinary things as far as our society is concerned, especially when the flu that we know, the common flu, well, not the common flu, but uh, influenza is still killing more people than this uh, H, uh, this coronavirus. Almost said H1N1, but you do remember that one, huh? You you remember Ebola? You remember all of that? We we got past it. We got way past it. But it's always something else. And it does appear that when something else comes around, it's worse, doesn't it? Yeah, it does. It does. It does appear to be, when it comes around, it appears to be worse. So, the president's handling this very well. Uh, I am, uh, I feel safe as an American, although I I still go where I want to go. But to recap it all, um... This thing is halting oral arguments on the Supreme Court level. Uh, New York Governor Andrew Cuomo, who is, of course, positioning himself for 2024 run for the White House, is saying, well, you know, we need a national standard. Not necessarily a mandate, but a national standard where um, every state should know what is being expected of it. And I think that standard is already being met by President Donald Trump's administration. But Cuomo is saying that that that's what he would do. And you, of course, can't forget that uh, regardless of what the national standard may be, each state is sovereign. And uh, you should... Do what you, in your state of government, in your place where you're being locally government governed, where you're being local locally governed, you should do what um, is um, conducive to who you all are in your state 
because um, New York is doing what they have to do. Cuomo is doing what he has to do in New York City for New Yorkers, which is a whole different situation than a place like uh, Shreveport, Louisiana. And this is going to boil down to individual municipalities and communities. This is what that's going. This is what this is going to boil down to. And so, um, hey, live your life, folks, and make sure that there aren't people who around you who would unjustly un, um, take away undo take away your 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 right to live your life you folks who are 13 years of age up to um, 50 years of age um, you're not even there's nothing that is a bothering you. There's nothing that has come around to you as far as it's concerned. It's people who are older. Except, keep in mind, little kids they are probably carriers. <laughs> you never know what they may touch. Right? So, be vigilant. Yeah. All right. Um, COVID-19 that is something that we're going to be talking about on our national scene for a while, even as our presidential um, race for the White House uh, unfolds. The Democrats are panicking because really they cannot campaign the way they would like to campaign, which leads me to believe and say that I always see the, the divine hand of Almighty God resting upon the administration and the re-election of Donald John Trump because uh, he doesn't necessarily have to come campaign not the way that Biden and um, Bernie have to Trump has his party's nomination he's going to be the candidate for his party he is the incumbent he is handling uh, this uh, COVID 19 very well, regardless of uh, the monkey wrenches that the Democrats want to throw into this. They know that he's handling this well. And he's not having to campaign like Joe Biden and Bernie Sanders. So it works to his advantage. This is actually working to his campaign advantage. I hate to sound so jaded about that because uh, uh, people are sick and they have died from this. But even even though the opponents are trying to turn this into something horrible for Donald John Trump, it still works to his advantage. Yeah. Isn't that amazing? So, all of you, remember the words of T.J. Thomas Jefferson, that old 
white man and his powdered wig. The price of your liberty, freedom, will be eternal vigilance. Americans, that is what we must never forget. As we ask ourselves the question, how easy is it to control the population of the United States of America? From what we're seeing, it's pretty easy. And, of course, you look out on the streets, and there are still cars and so forth traveling up and down the street, but not as sparse as they have been. But what happens when there's no place for those cars to go? They're at home? Hmm. Who makes money off of that? Are we going to spend the money to keep Americans and America afloat? Is that any different than the socialist activities of Bernie Sanders? Is it any different? Some say yay, I say nay. We do what we have to do in order to help Americans stay on their feet. But that's all. Otherwise, we will become uh, victims of our own charity. Well, I want to thank God for bringing us to the close of yet another day. I want to thank him for our men and women in uniform around the globe who defend our right to speak our minds. And until I'm able to talk to you again, I'm CL, and my heartfelt desire is that God will bless and keep you all. Mm-hmm.